Shalom Aleichem, and a good Erev Shabbos, dear friends. We are merely a week and a couple of days before Pesach, Chag, Zman Cheruseinu, the time of our liberation. So, we take this opportunity to discuss one of the main themes, topics that uh, we want to focus on during uh, the Chag Pesach, and uh, Bez Hashem will take this whole next coming week as well to prepare for the holiday. So I want to discuss today the topic of what we say in the Haggadah, that Hashem himself took us out of Mitzrayim, like the Pesach says, Vavarti. The Hashem says, and I, and I passed through the land of Egypt, striking the firstborns, and the Balagada is Medayek, that it was I, Hashem, and not an angel, not a messenger. Um, and so, you see that it was Hashem who took Israel out of Mitzrayim. The difficulty is, that the verse is clearly discussing Makas Bechoros, the killing of the firstborn in Egypt, um, whereas the Baal Haggadah is learning out from it that it was Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim. And seemingly those are two separate events. So, on a simple level, one could answer, okay, once I see Hashem already came, He's already taken the trouble to buy the first class ticket, fly all the way to Mitzrayim, uh, manifest himself there, and uh, strike the firstborn, then uh, we can assume that the rest of the process as well, of Kalsal being taken out of Mitzrayim, was done by Hashem as well. And a person might ask, what do you mean? Was the Makis Mitzrayim not itself the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Look, Hashem uh, struck the firstborn of Egypt and, and the, and the uh, uh, Egyptians caved in. Paro came and said uh, that, yeah, you, you, you can leave. We'll, we'll let you go. So, the Mechilta demonstrates pretty clearly that this is not the case. The Mechilta says that the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was greater than all the miracles that were put together, all, all of them put together. All the miracles that Hashem did in Mitzrayim, all the Makos, including Makos Bechoros, were uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the, the taking of the Jewish people out of Egypt, um, was equal to all of that put together. Uh, so, w- what does that mean? It means that besides the fact that Klausel were being kept in Mitzrayim and the Paro w- wasn't letting us go, there was a very, very deep spiritual pollution of the Neshamas of Klausel that bound them up with, the, with, with Mitzrayim um, both externally and internally, both from the Tuma that we were immersed in 
uh, and, and the Yetzirah that resided in our hearts, so much so that it was almost unimaginable, unthinkable that this nation should be elevated and brought close to Hashem. And yet, this is exactly what is called Yitzias Mitzrayim. This is what the Mechilta says was equal to all of the Makas, all of the miracles put together this concept of being able to bring close to the Makarev, a people that are so far away. So, according to this, the Makas Bechoros and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim are two very different things. The, 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 Makas Bechoros is to break the power of Egypt, is to, is to um, subjugate, not subjugate, but subdue um, Paro, to get him to acquiesce, to let the Jewish people go. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the way to elevate the Jewish people close to Hashem, to bring them up, so just because we see Hashem doing the one, what makes us think that Hashem is doing the other? So, again, so so we, we could say that once Hashem already troubled Himself to go there and to do the Makos, specifically Makos Bechoros, to break the yoke of the Egyptian enslavement over the Jewish people, so too he was the one that elevated them and took them out of, out of uh, Mitzrayim. Um, now, we can take a step back though and ask, why is Hashem doing any of this? Why is Hashem doing the, the Yitzis Mitzrayim? Why is Hashem doing the Makas Bechoros? So, Maral answers this question. He says that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was not just simply a walking out, like we just explained earlier. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is a creation of a, of, of a whole new nation, of a, of, a, of a holy nation. Like the Pesach says, the Jewish people shall be to Hashem a holy nation. And a kingdom of priests. This process of self-actualization, of going from the slums of uh, spiritual impurity in Egypt, and up to such spiritual heights that Klausel reached, this is a process that only Hashem can do. It's it's like it's like a Maiseberatius. It's it's like Hashem creating something. Um, the Chazal say that there are three Maftechos, three keys that Hashem doesn't entrust to anyone, to any of His angels, to anyone else but Himself. Uh, they are uh, the keys to life. To the, the keys that bring uh, something into existence, that, that give something key um, perpetuity. Chai Boniu Mezoni, those are the, uh, the unique 
to Hashem only, and that's because Hashem is the one that is the true source of all existence. He is existence. And something to, to come into existence or to take on a whole new existence, as the Jewish people are doing over here, transforming to become something so much greater, that had to be done by Hashem Himself. However, this does not answer the question, why did Makas Bechoros have to be done by Hashem Himself? Meaning, remember, the place the Torah actually says it is by Makas Bechoros that, that it was Hashem that did it. We, we proposed a, a simple answer that being that we see that Hashem is the one doing it, Makas Bechoros, so we can assume that he was also the one who took Klausel out of Mitzrayim who helped us to become a, a new nation, who not helped us, but caused us to become a new nation. But, the only explanation that we have why it should be Hashem uniquely, uh, and not through an angel, is in relation to the Yitzis Mitzrayim, in relation to us becoming a, a holy nation. And not the Makas Bechorus, so seemingly we are still left groping and trying to find the reason why it should be that it was Hashem Himself who um, had to do the Makas Bachoros. So we want to pivot now to a um, related discussion and let Hashem come back and use that to answer our outstanding question. So, the t- topic we want to touch on now is, in number of psukim, Hashem tells us that He struck the Egyptians but saved the Jewish people. He passed over our houses. Um, also, this is in Shmos, chapter 12, verse 27. Also, in Bemidbar, in chapter 8, says that Every Bukhor belongs to Hashem because at the time when Hashem struck the Egyptians and seemingly saved the Jewish Bukhor, the, the Jewish firstborn, so they all belong to Hashem. And the obvious question is why in dangerous in Marcus Bukhoros? Only then to, uh, to, to to only then to then only save us from the maka. Why in dangerous to begin with? Just don't direct the maka at us, and uh, and then we won't need to be saved. So the. First thing that we have to understand is what the Makos were. Many of the Mephoshim point out that the Makos were really um, stages of unraveling the Maisa Baratius itself. Hashem was demonstrating that He is the Boreolum. He's not simply someone who can throw lightning bolts and do all sorts of really powerful things. That doesn't necessarily make him the master over everything just because he's the most powerful one around let's say theoretically if uh, some deity created the world 
and then the left is, is uninterested, but there is a minor deity who is interested in running the whole place, so he goes around, shows really tremendously powerful feats. That does not obligate anyone to follow him. I mean, certainly one might do it out of fear um, or the desire to have him on your side, but it doesn't morally uh, obligate anyone to follow him. Here Hashem is demonstrating that He is the Boreolum. He is the one that created the world with the ten utterances. And the same way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world with the ten utterances, which means that the world is created, so to speak, in ten stages, ten layers, ten laws of physics, whatever you want to call it. Um, so too, over here with the ten makos, Hashem was unraveling the that, that same... Um, Seder Bereshus was being unraveled. And therefore, anyone who is around, anyone who is in the vicinity, anyone who is in the tribe when this is happening, is going to necessarily be impacted by the Makkah. Unlike a regular miracle where, the, where Hashem can choose to, you know, uh, shoot a lightning bolt at someone, Right? That would be that, that's just a, a local miracle, meaning uh, uh, to cause someone to be paralyzed or whatever it may be. Here we're talking about the, the, the actual mareches um, of the shemaim, the, the actual um, spiritual underpinnings of the entire world of the Egyptians was being shaken to its very core by the Makos. Now. So then you'll ask, okay, so if that's the case, how were Klausel not impacted by the first nine Makas? Answer, the morale that the Makos only hit things that were, whatever spiritual place that the Makas were coming from, um, you know, they were being sent by some angel or, or whatever, there, there, was a, there was a certain spiritual root from where the makas emanate that, that, are, that are striking the world. Um, and Kalasrael's root, spiritual root, was actually above that. And, and therefore we completely transcended the makas. For us, the world, nothing, yet, nothing had changed. Um, if you imagine the world exists in, in we, we know, uh, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, uh, Bria is a world of soul. Uh, Yitzir is a world of spirit. Uh, Asiya is a world of, of physical deeds. So let's say there's a, there's a creature uh, that exists in the world of Bria. Like the Der Hashem describes the Kochus of Dalim, or the Neshamas. And then there is a Maka that happens, let's say, from Yitzir and down. So that's going to impact everything over there, but it's not going to impact this creature who exists above it. Nothing has changed for them. That's, to a certain extent, what was happening with Klausel during the first night Makos. However, being that the Makos Bechoros was being done by HaKadosh Baruch himself, so then necessarily... The, 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 that means that the source of the Maka is higher than any Nifra, than any, than any created being. Because it's coming from above all of that. It's coming from, the, coming from above the worlds of 
of Asiya, Yitzira, Bria is coming from the divine. It's not coming from any angel, any uh, sorrow, any shliach. So that, Kalaswal cannot possibly transcend that. Kalaswal cannot possibly be above that. And therefore, Kalaswal also would have been hit by Makas Bechoros, if not, that Hashem saved us. So, what's the salvation? The salvation is, the only way to be saved from such a Makkah is to be one with Hashem, is to become His property, is to be owned by Hashem, which of course is why on Leila Seder, how are we protected? The Psukim say that it was through the Korban Pesach and the blood of the Korban Pesach that marked off the houses. The Korban Pesach is called the Avoda, like the, like uh, is referred to in the Psukim, Avoda Azos. So the, the, the Avoda means this is, we are servants of Hashem, and, and by doing that, we are one with Him. More so than any other carbon. That's what the carbon Pesach represents, that we belong to Hashem. And therefore, we're like with Him, and being with Him, we are above what the Maka is hitting, what the Maka is doing. If that's the case, then perhaps we've come on to the answer of the relationship between Makas Bechoros and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We said before that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was Klausrael being liberated from being connected to Mitzrayim, to for like the Pasuk describes that it's like a, uh, a fetus in the womb of its mother. Klausrael were connected to Mitzrayim. We were, we were very much mushpa, impacted by them. And it was a, a, an unbelievable miracle that Hashem got us out. But how did Hashem get us out? And says He got us out through the Makas Bechoros by striking the Bechor of Mitzrayim, which we know in Mitzrayim the very life uh, uh, is what they worshipped. The, by them, the Bechor was their greatest deity. They worshipped the concept of life. That's why they were so obsessed with death as well, with the pyramids and everything. right? But by their, their um, zodiac sign was the Bechor, was the first month, Nisan. Uh, and Chazal say that every family would make, mummify their firstborn and keep it in their house as a good luck charm and uh, worship them. Uh, they were obsessed with the power of life. And so the Makas Bechoros um, tore all of, that under, uh, all of that support away from them. The, the very thing that was the foundation of their whole power was now missing. And to that same extent, Klausel saw the emptiness of all the power of Mitzrayim. Everything the Mitzrayim was, was gone. In a second, like that, with the Makas Bechoros. And at the same time, Kalasal understood we have nothing but Avim Shabbat We have nothing but our relationship with Hashem. And that's what Chazal say that there was the Gilu Ashkina. At that moment, the Divine Presence became revealed to them. What does it mean the Divine Presence became revealed to them? It means that they saw as clearly as people could see that 
Everything else is vanity and emptiness and the only true life, the only true power, the only truth is that of Hashem. That's, that's, that's the Gila Shechina. And it was so blatant, it was so obvious, it was so powerful that we at that moment became the property of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore were spared from the Makas Bechoros. So then it turns out that the Makas Bechoros and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim are not two separate disjointed things. And we're trying to figure out how to glue these two things together with the Balagada telling us that it was Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim. How do we know? Because He's the one who struck the firstborn. What's the connection? But now we're saying very good. We're saying that the connection is, the, the Balagada said perfectly, because everybody understands now that the Makas Bechoros is the very act that caused the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Makas Bechoros is what tore out the heart of Mitzrayim. And in front of the eyes of Klausel, so much so that we became the property of Hashem, that we had the Gilu Eshkina to us, we, we saw it We saw it with our eyes, and we became in, entirely, with all of our hearts and with all of our souls, given over to Hashem. And therefore we became the property of Hashem, and we're not subject to the Makas Bechoros. This all happened at the same time, the Makas Bechoros, and the seeing of that, and becoming the property of Hashem, and therefore being saved from the Makas Bechoros. Is like Chazal say, Gito, Gito, Vyada Boy Basachas, that the uh, two acts, the act of liberation and the ability to accept the liberty happening simultaneously. That uh, is perhaps the Kavana of the Balagada and a Kavana that we should be happy, having during the Leila Seder, understanding, seeing. Any power that Mitzrayim had taken away, that is what caused us to give ourselves entirely over to Kodesh Baruch Hu and become one with Him. And that is what saved us from the very Makkah itself. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a Chakosh Shabbos